You are listening to a CJTR podcast. Live on CJTR, it's Hockey Night and Spoiler Alert, brought to you by Beer, Gas Companies, and Trucks. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to Spoiler Alert's Hockey Movie episode. I'm your lady host who couldn't know less about sports, Sonia Stanger, and with me as always are my amazing teammates. The man who really knows how to protect his five-hole, Jeremy Leguie, <laughs> and a guy who has no trouble putting the biscuit in the basket, it's Sean Dunham. Hi. I'm just going to quickly Google, what's a five-hole? <laughs> Jeremy, not at work. Someone didn't watch Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it's winter here in the Great White North, and you know what that means. It's hockey season. Yes. I think. Offside. Right? <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> so this week, we decided to ponder depictions of our national pastime on the big screen. So to kick things off, to drop the puck, so to speak. <laughs> Should we say the national anthem? Yeah. <clears throat> um, guys, what's your relationship to hockey, if any? We saw each other for a bit, then we, then we decided we're just friends. Uh, <laughs> it was ca- a casual thing? No, I actually was a part of the figure skating, power skating cult yes. uh, in my town. What's, hold on, what's power skating? Power skating is when you just skate really fast. It's, so it's, uh, it's when you don't want to play hockey, but you want to skate, it, and you like, also don't want to be a figure skater. But this is not speed skating? Yeah, is it different than speed it's skating? It's basically feet, speed skating. It, okay. okay. It's like, I can't afford the skate speed skating. Yeah, but it's okay. not like in sort of any, like, uh, it's not organized. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, you you're just, just all, like, hard. skate really fast. Do you, yeah. Like in a circle? Yeah, in a circle. Okay. <laughs> but you're not, there you're, not, like, time, you're not timed or anything. Because speed skating is amazing. Yes. And if I was a speed skater, I'd be very impressed with myself. Like I'm impressed with like, you anyway. Like doing speed skating? Yeah. They like, go so fast, Jer, and they can go so fast. I know. They, go, they do so many laps. No, but do, like you have speed skating? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I, said okay. it's, I said it's amazing. I know, but I thought you meant like, to do. That's what we're I, talking about. <laughs> um, I'm ashamed to my nation because I can barely skate. Okay, fair enough. You know, um, you know Clara Hughes. Just don't, I am no just don't pizza when you should french fry. I know, but I can barely. My problem is I can't stop. Yeah, you got a pizza. Yeah, you're but like I a can. Guy, you're, like, you're like a kid from Mighty Dogs. Yeah, That's exactly. True. I'm I, a kid from Mighty Dogs. I too have trouble stopping on skates, but I'm I can control myself. And hockey, how do you feel about it? My hockey. dad really likes it. That's how you yeah. feel about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, feel I like know the rules of hockey a lot. Like, like I, like I know what icing is. And it's not Isn't just that- a baking show time. <laughs> okay. Is that when you stop really fast and then you spray ice at a person? No. No, that's still stopping. <laughs> we're stuck on stopping. I think but I a, thought that's what it was. It's a type of penalty. We don't need to get into it. But uh, It's like when the puck is somewhere else and everyone <laughs> should have touched it, but they didn't. That's is that true? Like that. Very astute, John. Yes, yeah. it is. So uh, wow. it would be like an example would be like if everyone was at one end and you like just shot it way over to get it away oh, from yeah, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that could be an icing penalty. Lines have to be crossed. There's details. But uh, mm. the blue and red mean something. It's they, I knew that. Yeah. That's about all I know yeah. about uh, hockey. I like to play hockey. Uh-huh. Uh, I have not done so. If someone said, we're going to play hockey, I would say, I will come as long as I don't need to bring anything that I would have to own mm. because I own nothing. Right, like you yeah. could tie a magazine around your shins and yeah, and then I'd be around. good to go. Yeah, but if like uh, if we were to go to like some sort of recreational zone where there was a a big bin full of sticks and run around and play floor hockey, mm-hmm. that I would I could be partake. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, full stop. Yeah. My I have three little cousins that were really intense hockey players, uh-huh. and they had a very aggro dad, and it was very scary of me. I didn't. Like, turned, would fully yell at the children oh, on the Oh, and, and the rats. Oh, yeah. Parents are a nightmare. Yeah. Mm. This and is this a phenomenon is something that hockey, watching hockey me. has taught me, is the parents are nightmares. Um, I, as a queer woman, did do my requisite time playing field hockey. That has to happen. That's how you get your card, actually. Did For you real? have a moment with um, uh, are broom you, ball? Are you guys unionized? 
worst. <laughs> worst. <laughs> I know. Uh, I wasn't good, and I didn't try. At what age did you? Did you? I was in grade. I think grade ten or eleven. Oh, okay. That's a, that's because my friends were doing it, and I was like, mm, "Seems cool. Mm. I, I could do it." And then I had to get up early one time, and I was like, mm, "No." Mm. I had a similar incident with basketball. Mm. Yeah, like this is awful. It yeah, is six a.m. right now. Yeah. Whew. A lot of running. Wow, you guys. Sports. <laughs> Go sports. <laughs> We're the we're the team for that. That's for true. Sports. Um, okay, so what hockey movies did you did y'all watch this week? I will rewatched because I have definitely seen it, I countless times before. A little movie called Slapshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Nope. It's uh it's from like seventy seven. Uh, Mr. Newman is is heavily represented. Um, Mr. Newman, Paul. Oh, I thought you meant um, Seinfeld's nemesis. Oh God, yeah, no. that's Wait, his name. Yeah. Why oh. would I? Okay. Well, I'm like, yes, John. Uh, Mr. Knight is obviously in. No. Um. So it's about a struggling hockey team that learns Always. to uh, achieve through violence. I mm-hmm. guess would mm-hmm. be the best way to describe it. We never come into a hockey team when they're on the up and up. It's definitely no. that's not even any sports team. I would argue. Um. But uh, watching it now, it felt a lot slower. And now that I kind of think about a lot of those sort of very funny movies from 70 to 85, mm-hmm. like the the jokes are not like Will Ferrell laugh out loud jokes necessarily. Mm. There were things that I thought were funny. But now, I don't know if it's just because I'm older, but like... Now you know it's just people hitting each other. It's true. And uh, there's a fight where it happens before the game. So it's the three brothers, like, one guy just sort of, like, hits a guy and then they all just start fighting. And, like, my reaction this time was, like, that did not look like it was safe. <laughs> like, bad, like, he, like, he looked like he got hurt there. So they did a good job. But, like, even, you know, I know it's fake, but I was just like, oh... As opposed to the laughter mm. from my childhood, mm. which, uh, you know. Maybe in the 70s, they just fully punched. They're well, like, no need punched. for. Well, I also watched Goon. Did you guys watch this? Nope. Oh, uh, I read the synopsis yeah, of Goon. Yeah, and in Goon, Goon. they fight. Like, they, he just punched. Like, he. this is not hockey. This is a Sean like William he, Scott vehicle. But isn't fighting hockey? They. I don't know. I, I always. Now, this is what the thing is. is yeah. You play. Um, competitive like Olympic hockey, there's no fights because mm-hmm. that's just not. But it, if you're playing regular hockey, when nobody knows what to look at anyway, because the puck is the size of a period on a page and yeah. and it's moving very fast, <laughs> nobody knows what to watch. But then when there's a fight, you can watch something. <laughs> so that's, so that, that, is that what it is? Sean's that is why, unified theory of hockey violence. So this is why... When it's not an Olympic hockey game, you might see a fight. This okay. is what yeah. I've established yeah. so, so from my studies of hockey. Here's my problem with hockey violence. Uh-huh. And it's not what anyone in the world thinks it is. Mm-hmm. So there's this, another sport called boxing. Heard I've of never it? Heard of where that. people, well, just let me enlighten you, Sean. Sorry. Where people do fight. They punch each other. And they have rules about how to fight. Do they wear blades on their feet? Sometimes. And their hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Thunderdome. It's called Beyblade. It's violent. <laughs> anyway, there are rules really or conventions around fighting in hockey that I don't know nor understand. Mm. But in my opinion, if they want to fight, they should just include it in the rules, right? So you like, think like when there is a fight, then they will be like ding, 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 and then they go to that little circle in the middle and that, they have an actual. That, that's two kind minutes. of what happens in Goon. Oh, it's not, but it kind of is. The hey. game stops for the two for Leif Schreiber and what's his name? Leif Schreiber. Yeah, it's great. It's actually I love pretty good. Him. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Goon. Sean William Scott. Yes, uh, they actually they just fight. They just straight up fight. But um, Goon has this really cool like sportsmanship thing going on Mm. where there's a lot of respect amongst like there's a lot of disrespect obviously it's in every movie involving sports for all of time but they they have this like i don't know it's it's like the the mafia almost you know thieves on the sort of but it's kind of cool hunter amongst goons (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of yes but it's cool to sort of portray that as well just because there are things about hockey that are not about hockey, but are still very ingrained in the... And uh, I think movies do a good job of bringing that stuff out, especially mm. for people who aren't 
participating, such as ourselves. <laughs> wow. Sean? What'd you watch? Um, I watched a little film, literally a little film, <laughs> called The Sweater. Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's 10 minutes long. It's on the NFB website. Mm-hmm. It's by Roche Carrier. Um, and it's just uh, a little animated film about uh, a bunch of French-Canadian boys that are basically Maurice Richard super fans and how they emulate him constantly. And he wanted a Montreal Canadian sweater from the Eaton's catalog, and his French-Canadian mother ordered a Toronto Maple Leafs, (gasps) and he was basically punished for it by the referees and his friends. (laughs) And that's how it ends. They're just like... He just got unfairly uh, disadvantaged, and then that's the end of the film. And it was kind of, I thought it was going to end cuter, but it yeah. was actually quite, oh, your people are rude. Yeah. <laughs> your kids are rude. That's a very French-Canadian uh, style of yeah. making with the ending. Um, yeah, the, the, the animation was actually super weird and mm-hmm. cute. There was a lot of, a lot of like, um, you know, were revolving towards like people's faces would just like get small and then get huge as they sort of like wobbled towards the camera Mm -hmm. it was very bizarre um but there was a great shot of them all playing hockey and every time it shot to another kid they would like transform into an adult um, Mm -hmm. maurice richard and that was interesting and i was i enjoyed it and also as you guys might know i only got internet today yeah so i have been watching not a ten, <laughs> and that's okay, Sean. Mostly, mostly watched on my phone. Mostly read, and I've been reading a lot of Wikipedia. So <laughs> all of go. the films that we're about to talk about, I know the plot. Know the plot. <laughs> oh, um, I delved back into my distant past and watched a little movie called The Mighty Ducks. Quack, Ooh, quack, 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 featuring what I think is maybe the funniest character name of all time. <laughs> Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay. Which is Emilio Especially, Why is it so funny? I don't know. Hey, I think it's funny because literally in the first moments of the film, yeah. he is arrested for having a DUI. <laughs> so, But what does that have to do with his last Gin. Gin. I, it's a kind of gin. I didn't know so that. That's okay. Right. Right. <laughs> well, of course. Um, but also, it just sounds funny. It is. Gordon Bombay. And then I'm like, and why how, is that his name? And how everybody keeps constantly being like, Coach Bombay! Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's a very funny f- name to be belting. Yeah, it's just as funny. Um, Emilio Estevez mm-hmm. is such a bad person in that film. Okay. Gordon Bombay is a bad, Why bad person. Why would a Disney film begin? And, okay. This whole, <laughs> the this whole, whole concept. The whole thing is bananas. So, first of all... Why would Disney open a film with their main heart character are being arrested with a DUI? Secondly, why would the police punish this man that has a DUI by forcing him to coach a, a hockey team? Well, in the grand history of mediocre white men being let off much too easily... I was going to say, like, yeah. He works for a law firm, and uh, he gets to keep his job and retain his salary while he's suspended from his job, which was part of the, like, um, agreement that his boss made with the judge for some reason, because mm-hmm. that's how it works. Um, they he gets a driver mm-hmm. with, for the whole month, so he has, like, a okay. limousine that drives him around, and then he's sentenced to 500 hours of customer, uh, customer, customer, customer service. service. <laughs> that would be horrible. Community service. <laughs> like, right? That would mm-hmm. be more valid. And then it's never explained how that is the thing that he's assigned to. Yeah, like if I, God forbid, got into some sort of yeah. trouble with the law, and they were like, "You are forced to coach a soccer team." Yeah, I'm like what? I'm not a. I guess he like in the past used to play. But the whole thing is that he stopped playing hockey when he was like nine because he missed a shot and mm-hmm. lost a game, and then you know because that's the greatest travesty of all time. But also because yeah. his coach put a lot of undue yeah, pressure on yeah. him. But also that coach is still playing. Yeah, the coach or, is a bad person. Coaching. Also, all of the authority figures in this film are bad. Yeah, all the coaches are bad. But by the, end, the father figures are bad. But by the end, he becomes good. Sort of. Yeah. Like he is sort it doesn't of good. Erase the things like he's he done, takes yes. Joshua Jackson under his wing. Yeah. Right. Wah, wah. Also, because he <laughs> wants to. Quack quack. Quack quack. From now on in the show, whenever we say a pun, we can just go quack quack. quack, quack. Well, also because he wants to quack quack with Joshua Jackson's mom, and Truth. that's partly why. Sorry, what does that mean, why, Sonia? I would say. 
I'll leave it up to the listener's discretion. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just like, I don't know. It's a wild movie. It is. Mm-hmm. And, okay, um, in the second one, uh-huh. he, because, okay, so at the end of the movie, when they, whatever, become... They win. Spoiler alert. They win. I'm Spoiler sure. alert. Spoiler They're alert. underdogs, and they come up from behind. Mm-hmm. With, using <laughs> the flying V. They probably use the flying V. They probably use the knuckle puck or whatever. The second, or it ends with Emilio Estevez going on a bus because he is trying out for the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as an adult. I don't know how old he's he like is. He's like 27. Yeah. 27. They say it's too in the old. movie. Well, anyway, so now he's, he's going to play in the minor leagues. <laughs> it's like, that's not how it works. There are mm-hmm. so many more talented 17-year-olds. Yeah. T- hey, he took 20 years off from the sport. Yeah. And coaching reinvigorated his ability. But then the second one begins with him getting off the bus mm-hmm. with an injured knee because he got very successful playing the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. But now he got injured and so he can't play anymore. And then a year later, all of this happens within a year, mm-hmm. he's coaching... A new t- or the t- same team to whatever help their to keep their title. Is that not wild to become to get drafted, become successful, then injure yourself in a year, and then just go back to and go back to what badly um, what children? a crazy year that he I had. think, but I think that's more believable than what happened in the first one. Right, right. Like it's it's not crazy for a player to coach. A well, team at a, a lower level, like that's not. Except that he hasn't he hasn't played since he was like nine. So I was mm-hmm. like, "There's no way he knows the rules anymore. There's no way he like." Hey, but he still could have d- been involved in he, hockey, just and not he basically. Just, I think he, he just yells it. and yeah, shames. He, he yells so He's much. Mean. Anyway, it's toxic masculinity. The musical and as something I want about to say. something about Emilio Estevez's high tone when he's yes. yelling. Is very irritating. He's, it's very nasally. Yeah. Also, he just he seems the exact same age as in Breakfast Club. So I'm like, are you a 12 year old? I don't know. I think that they're in the same kind of universe. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's like 10 years character. later, but after hockey, he separated he separated it. After taping those guys, that's why he was so angry and taped those guys. That guy's buns. Well, together. he might have been drinking too. You know, he has a problem with that. Oh right, and the drinking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was kind of funny, I guess, at times, but mostly I was just like, stop yelling at these children. I have great memories of this film. The kids are good. I like, mm-hmm. I, I think I remember number two the most, mm. where they get a couple new players, like mm-hmm. the Texan that has a lasso is, on the ice. Is that where they, uh, is that the Olympic one? Is that, or it's the, yeah, 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 like yeah, they yeah. play, I don't know if it's Olympics, but it's like yeah, Team but USA like or whatever. Italy and yeah. Iceland, mm. yeah. Um, and then they have two figure skaters that join the team for some unknown reason, but they're just like secret talents. Mm-hmm. Um, That's in the first one. Oh, I think. <laughs> well, clearly I was paying very close attention, maybe. but yes, because there's a girl and then her brother. Because her brother, she forces her brother to do figure skating with her, and then he forces her to come be on the hockey team, and they're really good. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well. Then the other thing I remember about number two uh-huh. is it ends with a five-shot shootout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the whole five-hole thing. Yeah. This is very dramatic because one girl is the goal. He doesn't put her in at all. And at the very end, puts her in for the most... In- it, this is the epitome of like putting in a woman to like in a dire situation. To yeah. be like, if she pulls it out, sh- but if she, doesn't, if she doesn't, we're never letting a girl on the team again. <laughs> Anyway, and she, there's a very dramatic moment where he shoots at her five hole. Jeremy, you know, might know this. And then drama, and then she drops the puck on the ice because she caught it. Cause she had a fast hand. Fast hand. Very good. Wow. Um, I haven't seen D3. <laughs> I also watched another movie about a bad person mm-hmm. that I shouldn't probably have watched because it was such a wild ride. Anyone seen a little film called The Love Guru? Why is yeah. hockey? I don't. I don't know that that counts as a hockey movie. It is because he's rehabilitating a hockey player who basically has whatever the equivalent of the yips is. There's a lot of hockey. In I it. know, but it, what's the yips? <laughs> where the you, yips. Is, where I swear, play? I talked about this like a while. Yeah, we ago. have. Yeah, it's, where, know, you, it's where you. It's where a baseball player just like mysteriously loses their abilities. Yeah, oh. any any sports player. I we're thought talk- it was specific to baseball. Well, we're talking about hockey. Maybe. Yeah, Come but on. I said the hockey equivalent of the yips. Fair enough. Okay. The chips. Guys, don't fight. What if one of us gets the, the yips 
for like radio. I get it Honestly, before every show. I feel like I do every third episode. Or one so. day, one of us just can't speak. Every time I have to host, I'm like, "This is terrible." Yeah, what is happening here? Same. Oh god, that's just imposter syndrome. I that's probably. Um. Anyway, it's bad, and like, it's not technically brownface, but it might as well be. It's pretty close. They sort is of he, like is throw he in. Well, the, I yes, can't remember. I have seen it. They it was throw in so a bad. loophole where they're like, "He was born in America." But then they just never talk about, like, he wouldn't have that specific accent. Anyway, it yeah, doesn't matter. Sorry, Mike Myers' character? Mike Myers' yes. is okay. Guru Pitka. Also, it's so, <laughs> like, every opportunity to make a racist joke about an Indian-sounding word, they do it. They and it's it. all bad. It. Um, who plays the hockey player? Um, oh, no. Um... The hockey player's name in the film is Darren Roanoke, so I was about to say that. <laughs> Darren, little known um, actor Darren Roanoke. It's he was in um, Forty Year Old Virgin. He's in a lot of those movies. His Steve name Carell. is Jane Lynch. No, he's the only it's, black one. It's, no, it's Jane Lynch. Uh, Romani Malco. Mm. You would recognize him. I'm going to show yeah. you a picture of him now. I know him best I as do. Jay from the Forty Year Old. Yeah. Um. And he's actually quite good in this. Like, he's funny in this mm -hmm. movie. No, um, it, I remember watching it and thinking, like, it was the same formula as Austin Powers. Yeah. Like, mad-libbed to be, you know, they, they had, like, all their jokes and stuff. But I remember thinking, like, it was way too late to make this movie. You know, I, it's like, a very... It was made in 2009. Yeah, and that was too late then. <laughs> it was too late, but it also is a very 2009 movie. Mm -hmm. Jessica Alba's in it. Same Vern more. Troyer's in it, and there's a lot of Vern Troyer jokes mm. that I'm just always like... Mm, like we need to apologize we, to the Troyer family. Yeah, like there's moments where I'm like, okay, this is brilliant physical comedy on his part. Like He's so funny, but then you just know that it's not a, a reflection of his agency. He just like has to perform these stupid things. Anyway, Oof. it's a mm -hmm. wild movie. It's barely about hockey, but it's what I watched. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. It did come up in the search for hockey movies, yeah. which we found was quite lacking. It was like small. It's not as much as small. The, um, the footballs and whatnot. But it did make me, like, I took some of those lists and I looked them up. And it made me really want to watch this TV series called Canada Russia seventy two. Mm -hmm. um, What's that? Made in two thousand and six. Um, it is a TV series like documentary about uh, this like behind the scenes drama of like Canada versus Russia mm. uh, in nineteen seventy two. <laughs> <laughs> just a wild. Guess. And uh, I was just reading some of the insane details. Like there's a part where the head coaches of Canada believe that they're room is bugged and they like rip up the carpet when they're staying in russia and they rip up the carpet and see like a device that they try to unscrew from the the floor and then they hear a huge crash and realize that they have unscrewed the chandelier <laughs> and it like <laughs> fell on the floor below them <laughs> and oh, like amazing. another one where like a really loud canadian cheer was like using an air horn or something in the stands and then the russian police just like took him away and kept like him for Kremlin? a weekend. <laughs> yes, and like seventy-two like, tattooed his heels yeah, and like and like tortured him, kind of. It's Ooh. some bad stuff. Just for an air horn. Just because it's yeah. There was a lot of tensions. Yeah. In the, it sounded but, like the tempers were, were flared. Yeah. Well, we all know Russians still like loud noises. All right. <laughs> Do we? Know that? <laughs> no, we don't. That's, they're like a know. nice quiet game. <laughs> Have you guys seen The Love Guru, though? Yes. <laughs> I just got to Unless I forget. Uh, I, I just need... I felt like no one else said anything about no, it. No, I, I did see it, and it was, like, very current, so it must have been 2009. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh, cool, you know, like another Mike Myers movie. I yeah. want to watch this. And then I remember thinking, I honestly cannot recall if I finished it or not. Because it does do that weird breakaway thing where he, because mm. he kind of does like an SNL bit on, in a movie, yeah. right? And it's three to five minutes, and if you don't like it, it'll be over soon, and if you do like it, it's going to get quoted for the rest of time, yeah. right? And like, yeah, five, ugh, making a five-minute sketch into an hour-and-a-half movie, yeah, time and time again, you guys. Well, Austin awesome Powers 4 is coming. Yeah. No. Right? Yes. It's rumored. No, I th I believe. No, it's... I because I looked at his Wikipedia because I looked okay. at it. But boyfriend of the show and I were watching it, and yeah. we and we were both like, did this end things for him? Kind of like this was the last thing he sort of did. Uh, no. Ever seen Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody? Well, right. Uh, That's the, basically no, no. the only thing. You want to talk about Mike Myers? We got to talk about one of 
uh, child the show's favorite franchises, which has netted him bajillions what? of dollars. Does she tell Shrek? Him? Oh, Shrek. Oh. Yeah, sorry. He Other had, than Shrek. He has been so caveat. busy with Shrek. Do you know how many Shrek things there are? A thousand. Oh, my God. They like, And honestly, rightfully so. Rightfully so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shrek stan. There's, okay. Stan. You guys, to go on... To go, to go, on, <laughs> to go on a complete sidebar right here, uh-huh. there is, so there is a Shrek um, Halloween uh-huh. special on yep. Netflix. Everyone should watch it for at least this one moment. They're telling scary stories. And Donkey, played by Eddie Donkey. Murphy. Donkey! Uh, <laughs> throughout all of the things, all of the actual original voice actors... Repl- reprise the roles. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. the money's good. Yeah, yeah it's going to be, and it's going like it's got to be a day of work, right? It's a like gravy it's be, Yeah, oh, you're probably in the studio for half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, one of the scary stories is super funny, and it is told by Eddie Murphy as Donkey, and it is about a giant waffle eating donkey. That's funny. <laughs> it is super That's good. Cute. And uh, we watch we've watched it a bunch of times because the child is like the waffle dad. The waffle is coming, and Aww, uh, the yeah, the waffle is giant. It's a giant because waffle you know eating in the, the track oh. when he's like in the morning. I'm baking waffles. They just oh, took I remember this quote because it. I went to the Landmark Cinema and they had oh, a plaster yeah. onto a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the quotes. Anyway, it's a great moment. That's fun to watch a giant waffle eat a full size donkey. Would you like to guess what percentage uh, the Love Guru has on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to say, I'm going to be generous and say 13. 29. 14%. Okay, wow, 14%. nailed it. Dang. Well, guys, that's the buzzer. So this period of the show is over. Go sharpen your skates, chug some Gatorade, and listen to a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in just a minute with more spoiler alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean. Hi. And Jeremy. What up? And me, Sonia. Ha ha. Ha Okay, so it's how many periods are in hockey? Um, Three? <laughs> wow, I really thought one of you would know. I do know, but neither of you have answered. It's the third quarter. What? Why would there be three halves? That makes no, no sense. periods. They're called periods, aren't there's, they? There's three periods, Sean? There's three. Oh, my God, I was right. And there's 10 minutes of... Uh, wait, wait, wait. 20. They're 20, right? 20 minutes? Yes. Oh, oh my God, God, I know so much about Sonia, sports. You're okay, so, hey, Jared, do you know what period it is? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the setup for that. It's game time. I'm so sorry. I have no idea how loud that was. For those, Sonia, you broke the machine. For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend all week looking for a movie title related to our topic that these two have not seen. I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a good laugh. Are you guys prepared to play the game? Coach, yes, yes, coach. We need. I I need a. I need a sound that's like uh, like who wants to be a millionaire? Like da 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 da. Yeah. Anyway, point this, your finger right at us. <laughs> this Alice week's title is, is hmm. Mystery Alaska. Mystery Alaska. That title again, Mystery Alaska. Mm, I believe that this is along. Um, okay, so I believe it is about um, a baked Alaska competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but the the main character. Is um, she develops something called Mystery Alaska, um, <laughs> where there's something inside instead of ice cream in the middle. It's something. It's like a surprise. You it's a different it. thing every time. Yeah, it's like it's a balloon or something, and then when you touch it, it explodes with confetti. She's dating um, uh, a, a hockey player, and he eventually learns to. Um, he he uses the baked Alaska on the ice for a new type of game and then it sometimes explodes. <laughs> you guys, sometimes I honestly explodes. didn't think about this, this much. I love when Sean ad-libs because they sometimes this get is, so this wild. This is insane, yeah. Um, and uh, they live happily ever after. <laughs> that's beautiful. It's kind of a basketball romance thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's totally. nice, Sean. Basketball. <laughs> I think my gold medication just really kicked in okay. there in the last little minute. <laughs> Um, okay, I think Mystery Alaska is about an erratic, um, an eccentric uh, billionaire who uh, buys the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins? The right? pe- he buys the Penguins. He buys the Penguins. Yeah. 
Um, and much to the chagrin of all hockey fans, moves the team because that's how that works. I think is that an owner can just decide. Yeah. Um, the they'll move the team to a town called Mystery, Alaska. Amazing. And it really revitalizes the local economy. The townspeople are very divided. Some of them are very in favor. Some of them are worried about you know what it'll do to their secluded small town Alaska culture. And, so mysterious. Um, it's very mysterious. And then it's about a town, you know, figuring out their identity in the face of hockey. Uh, Son, you're very close. Am I? Yes. Wow. You're, you're, there's a few a few things, but uh, so first and foremost, it is about the fictional town, hmm. Mystery, Alaska. So it's Mystery. Oh, I comma, believe it's a fictional town, Alaska. Um, it is about uh, this town of people where every Saturday. The town basically shuts down so all these guys can play in the Saturday game of hockey on a frozen pond. And, uh, like, there's just, like, like the store clerk is, like, the best guy. And then their um, their captain is uh, Russell Crowe, who is the town sheriff and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, Sports Illustrated comes to do a story on the town, and they do it. And I think it actually happens before the movie like starts and then um the new york rangers uh sort of get in this grudge match thing where they're each boasting that one team is better than the other mm. so uh all this stuff happens to all these different townspeople it's kind of this weird en- ensemble film and the end of the movie uh all of the new york rangers come to play the team in, in mystery alaska cute yeah um so the Rangers believe that their professional hockey team is better than this town well, the, ragtag in, town. In the Sports Illustrated piece, uh, what they wrote was that the 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 Sunday game or the Saturday game players could rival those people in the NHL, oh. and uh, they actually they do quite well. And I will not spoil the game movie because there may be people who like to watch the game movie after we play the game. Well, Russell Crowe's probably a wall in the goal. That's true. Hank Azaria also uh, stars in the film. Uh, Mary McCormick. Uh, There's a few other names. Uh, One, Bert Reynolds. Wow. Yes. That stash alone could stop the press. It came out in... Of course, 1999, the vortex of time, energy, and space. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mystery Alaska. Check it out if you like hockey movies. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of funny. It's got a lot of crazy moments. If you're a Rangers fan, though, I would skip. Uh, no, <laughs> you should you should still probably watch it. It might make say. a little. There's, there's some great Ranger moments in it as well. So. Uh, anyway, the, ga- the game is, of course, brought to you by the biggest theater in town, the Kramer IMAX Theater at the Saskatchewan Science Center. Oh, yeah. Big. You'll see bears the size of school bus. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost bears. You have to school bear bus with bears. us. There's a, a grater outside. I don't know what that sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like they're knocking think... the building out from under. It's true. It sounds insanely loud. Perhaps a train has derailed. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope not. It wouldn't be a passenger train. Come on, you guys. It's fine. I know, but well, some people at least hurt. someone's in the, in the helm. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Well, let's get back to talking hockey. 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 Um, did y'all notice any themes in these movies? We already talked about a couple of them, but... I want to themes talk... are men. <laughs> I, want, I want to talk about two things. Uh-huh. Uh, one is kind of about sports movies, mm. which is a thing that I think is kind of silly, but it's definitely a thing people are into. Mm-hmm. And that is a sort of like, they like portray this, I'm going to call it magic around a given sport. Mm. Um, obviously, Feel the Dreams, you know, there's tons of movies where they actually, um, but it does kind of happen in the Mighty Ducks, typically with slow motion, mm. with music really mm-hmm. dragging out Stirring, moments, yeah. you know, this whole thing. The puck dropping when she, you know, catches it, like that whole kind of mm. thing. Um, um, all, they all really have it. Except, honestly, when you watch Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. you see people playing hockey, some of the worst you've ever seen. <laughs> people tottering around, like, just like... <laughs> and it's magical. And I'm obviously not skilled at hockey, but I'm like, dang, you like you could have gotten a professional and just shot mm-hmm. from the neck down. Because Joshua Jackson <laughs> yeah, you're is not floundering out there. And he's supposed to be one of the good he's ones. He's supposed to be the one that's kicking it. Everyone has to be worse than Josh, so... Yeah. But um, uh, they they do kind of create this thing that I don't think exists. Like, it's incredible to see an athlete achieve something amazing, mm. 
but it's always very fast, hard to see. Yeah. Like, they slow it down so you can rewatch it. And, but to sort of like capture that Rudy, so to speak, moment, mm. they all do it. And uh, sometimes it's spectacular, and other times it's kind of weird for me. Yeah. It's just like. You know, how stoked am I supposed to be here? You know, well, like, and I don't know if it's like just that's my bias as someone who doesn't super care about sports, mm-hmm. where I am often left being like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. There's like a, yeah, there's like a trope that's a little bit what you're talking about where every, when in the last game, mm-hmm. the really good guy is like doing well, and then a bad member of the other team just like slashes them across like the leg or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. And it's a very slow motion, like it's kind of like magic, but the opposite of magic. Right. Where a it's moment just of like, peril. We and, can't stop this train. But at the start of the Mighty Ducks, mm. when he misses the shot, they do it again, right? Yep. Like it's again, it's supposed to like Oh, they show that like four times yeah, in that movie. But it's supposed to like bring you into the moment and feeling of the live the real thing, which I don't know if it exists or not. <laughs> I well, think we'll have I to mean, I don't know. Like like luckily I brought in a guest. <laughs> We should. Have. Sean Dunham. <laughs> We've got Marty McSorley. <laughs> Wait, who's I don't that know a person? Who that is. <laughs> I, I think uh, I remember him being a person. The other trope that I want to talk about, and this is less a sports movie thing and more of a movie movie thing, is coming out of retirement to help oh, the team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's out of retirement. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, One last game. You know, and the, the question has been asked thousands of times, but like... You have not been exercising for three years. Right. <laughs> like, there's no way you are prepared to play any kind of sport at any level no. without, like, some kind of warm-up here. Or, like, they should do that, and then after the first game, a major injury. <laughs> um, have you guys seen Most Valuable Primate? Yes, I have. Uh, and I do I love so. it? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, um, <laughs> it is a hockey film. Uh-huh, it is. Um, but I remember, because they have the sort of magic moment at the end of that, but the reveal is that the monkey... Chimp. The chimp. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, they call it a monkey uh, throughout that film, and it irks me. Anytime. It's very simple. If it has a long tail, it's a monkey. If it doesn't, it's an ape. Okay. So the, <laughs> Proceed. The, the plot revolves around an ape playing sports. <laughs> and, um, wait, you said... Chimp, a chimp is an ape. Oh, a chimp is an ape. All chimps are apes, but all not all apes are chimps. <laughs> yeah, thank you for putting it into words I can understand. You're welcome. I know you said it hard for your SATs. <laughs> um, okay, and so the big twist mm-hmm. is that at the end, the monkey takes off its helmet, but it's actually one of the kid's deaf sister yeah. who pops in because Has they she... a- actually... Oh, 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 hold up. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Has she been the monkey the whole time? No. no. <laughs> she peels Double off her monkey reveal. face. Yeah, first she takes off the helmet, and then she takes off the monkey face. I can't overstate that you're still saying monkey, and it is a <laughs> We just went through this. Um, I'm sorry, primate. 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 That they smuggled the chimp away, uh-huh. and now it's just a little girl. Yeah. And also, she's really good the character's name is Tara Westover, uh-huh. which is surprising because she's also an author of Educated. Oh, yeah. Which I was like, that's, funny. Oh, that's bizarre. Anyway. Um, one of my favorite hockey movie slash all sports movie tropes um, is the ability of a stirring speech by a coach to really turn things around. Yes. Mm. Because I know that inspiration plays a role. Like, there's a reason mm-hmm. you have coaches and yeah. you do locker room talks. Um but it's like, how much can words truly change? Wow, Sonia. performance. As a, as a author, a <laughs> podcaster, what is... What, what do words even go for? <laughs> uh, I mean, it must work. And there, there have been discussions about amazing locker room talks yeah. that no one will ever hear again. Yeah. Because they've not been recorded or anything. And it does seem that ever wow. since they've started to be recorded, mm. no great one has actually emerged. Well, that's so. It's more about how you, f- how the players feel about it. I, they, well, that's of course than so, the actual words. Yes. Coach speeches are like mandalas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gone, swept away with the wind. <laughs> Ephemeral. Well, that's my that's deep, Sean. My volleyball high school volleyball coach always tried to do stirring speeches, but they're really mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was a mean man. That's but the Gordon Bombay School of Coaching. Yeah, he, he fully that, graduated with the Bombay Honors. But that is a that is a method of like 
Yeah, he made us feel really bad. Because it's also like, like, you know, when you talk about directing people and stuff, sometimes you need to get them. Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Some would say harassment. Some would say. He's probably a bit closer. Maybe (laughs) Kubrick would be closer (laughs) with you. Still very mean, but not. yeah, you know, not threatening right. bodily not harm. Not throwing live birds at your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I wonder if that works for sports. It, uh, yeah. it probably works. And badminton, that's the whole part of the game. <laughs> right. Um, Shuttlecocks of fly. <laughs> have, have you guys watched the film The Cutting Edge? Have you heard of this? No. John? Um, let me think. It's prob- yes, I yeah, do it's know your, it. It's your favorite cut. Co- Moira favorite Kelly co- is a figure skater who is hard, notoriously hard to work with. Mm. D.B. Sweeney, what's his name? <laughs> Some other guy. Is <laughs> That's a his name, yeah. Retired or injured, injured hockey, play. hockey yeah, player. He can't play hockey anymore. Because he can't see in his peripherals. Yes. <laughs> can't uh, turn left. But uh, it's kind of a, ch- yeah, I don't know, it's pretty good. You know, it's, it's less about hockey, more about figure skating. But uh, if you like hockey and you enjoy watching what would be a hockey player learn to figure skate, this is the movie for you. I'll tell mm. you a secret. All you need is picks. <laughs> is that it? All you need is pics. Yeah. Like um, mirror selfies or like, do they have to be yeah. candid? Yeah, or? <laughs> those type of pics. Whatever they pics. are, they've got to be nudes. Um, <laughs> also, my figure skating skates were, they're black Ooh. because girls wore white skates with pics on them, but ours were black. Oh, is that a thing? The, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just to uh, really hold on to my, you know, masculinity. masculinity. <laughs> I might be doing a sow cow, but it's black. <laughs> it's in a black shoe. <laughs> that is something. Um, masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's expressed in some interesting way in ways in these films. Okay. And by interesting, I mean pretty sad. Can I read you the just the plot li- or like the poster of a film that I read? Yes. It's called The Boy Who Drank Too Much. Cool. And it, it also came up in these like. Yeah. And the it says Buff and Billy. They both liked sports. They both liked girls. Except Buff was an alcoholic, and only Billy could save him. <laughs> Yikes. Is that not just a film you want to watch? Sounds uplifting, honestly. <laughs> Let me guess it won an Oscar. Oh, yeah. no. I know no, it did not. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's always, like, uh, there, there's some sort of, like, aggressive element, always. There's always the guy on the other team who's the villain, right? Yeah. Like, they yeah. always have that. And there's always, a like, a bench-clearing brawl. Yes, typically. Even though that would... For an entire team to join in a fight, that's crazy. But in a lot of movies, there's always the, like, respectful moment at the end, which I think is, like, the sportsmanship thing. I think in a lot of these movies, sportsmanship is, reflect is like, the answer to this masculine thing. But I you know? don't think it is because it's still within the confines it of does, this broken... No, no. It doesn't work. I'm not saying... Right. Sa- but it's presented as the, mm, the thing yeah, that like will the, work. Yeah, like, this is the healthy channeling yes. of all of this yes, violence yes, yes. and rage. Mm-hmm. But, like, in Mighty Ducks... Um, I forget the guy's name, but the coach of the Hawks, mm-hmm. um, he is like, uh, just, he doesn't teach his team sportsmanship at all. And no. I was so baffled. I was like, isn't this a whole thing he's, that we're focused he's the, on? He's the bad guy. He's like, yeah, the right. he's, the he's literally Smash, dressing in black. Yeah. Snow. He's like, just sm- smush him and ram into mm-hmm. him. And yeah. Smush him, ram him. him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's hockey movies. Yeah. In a nutshell. You just get smushed against the boards. <laughs> All right. Um, any uh, any more thoughts we need to add here as we creep towards the end of the third period? No. Uh, I just put the note down, and I would like to read it live on the radio. Please. It says, I don't even know what the captain does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you got a letter on your jersey. Morale? I think they it's do it at min work. I think... <laughs> I think like, don't, they like, don't they, like, gather I, everyone together? I think it just means that you're, uh, you know, you're a co-star as opposed to filler. <laughs> I really think that's... Oh, it. yeah, for movies? It's because <laughs> oh, you're, yeah, yes, for sure. you're first on the call sheet. But, um, All right. Well... Your, your, your name's above the line on the poster. Or the... And from my experience, it's the oldest. Oh. Who's <laughs> the captain. Mm-hmm. I'm the captain. <laughs> Well, good game, everybody. <laughs> good game. Slept oh, let's hit the showers, guys. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, I think we should do a little uh, what you're watching what now. What are you watching? What, uh, it's where we talk about what we've been watching, mm-hmm. as well, you could perhaps guess. Well, I went to this place uh-huh. called The Theater. <gasps> uh, Which locale? I, I just went to the, the SLM, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw a little movie called Knives Out. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, you've both seen this? Yeah. I have. Uh, it was super good. Yeah, really. Holy good. cow. It's really fun. Um, I really liked it a lot. They're already making a sequel. They are? Yes. Uh, With it, Daniel Craig yeah. solving oh, another crime. He, That's he, great. he will continue, but yeah. And it, it's funny because it actually, uh, the, what's it called? What's the one? Clue? No. <laughs> but man, Clue, hey? Yeah. Uh, Clue's it's great. Very clue, clue vibes. Oh. Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because Knives Out did so well, they're going to do the same with that. So the same inspector will get a new movie oh. uh, with a different cast. Clouseau, and, isn't it? No. Hmm? Different different famous like, guy who I can't remember. With the, with the mustache? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, not a, that's not a... No, Clouseau's Pink Panther. Herc Proie. Oh, Poirot? Yeah, yeah. Poirot. Thank you. Hercule Poirot? Yes. Anyway, but um, because, kni- <laughs> because Knives Out did so well, yeah. they're going to do another. Interesting. Yes. Hey, that's a terrible decision because Orient on the Murder Express. <laughs> Orient on the Murder Express. <laughs> I like it. Orienteering on the Murder Express. The Murder Express Everybody has sucks. compasses and they're mm. trying to get around the, the murder train. The real murder was <laughs> on my pocketbook <laughs> for going to see that. I still liked it, Sean. Anyway, Knives Out, mm-hmm. very good. That is a uh, triple star from Spoiler Alert. Spoiler yeah. Alert has given that it That doesn't up. always happen. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, every time you think you know what's going on, you don't. Oh, yeah. And even if you do, and the characters do, you still don't. Yeah. And uh, some really great performances. That's so good. <laughs> and I, the, the car chase scene is so funny. No, so good. Uh, she's like <laughs> flooring it. And they're like, pull over. <laughs> the car can't go. But the, then she gets away because her car is so small. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is Daniel Craig's character trying to deci- describe what's going on. But it's like it's like this case is a big old hole in the middle. It's like a donut. Yeah. But then you find out it's not a donut at all. It is. There's a donut in the a, hole. A, it's not a donut hole. It, too, is a donut. Yeah. And in that donut is another hole waiting to be filled. And uh, it's just so ridiculous, but it works so well. Yeah. And uh, all of the performances are super good. I would have liked to see more from a lot of the people. Mm-hmm. There were so many there's of them. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet there's, like, a ton of cutting room oh, footage of yeah. all of their, like, interviews. And, like, honestly, I... I think Don Johnson is back. And oh. I don't know that he was he ever was, here to begin with. He was very good. In but that. Uh, he is just doing so much good work right now. And I hope he gets Speaking a chance to do work, more. His face. Oh, yeah. Looks great. <laughs> also, screw the four hour cut of Star Wars. I want the four hour cut the of Ryan Johnson. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> we demand um, it. Release the Johnson cut. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh. Here we go. Cold medication. <laughs> um, I will say. Because of circumstances, I attended the movie at 11.50 oh. p.m. Oh Are you God, crazy? It was, Have you recovered? Uh, I did, but I had to do some horrible things to, to fix it, because that was... What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> you just put a little brandy on the gums. <laughs> let's, let's just say somebody went to somewhere they work without showering or preparing for anything in any way. I but mean, and that's fine. Uh, well, may, maybe. Everybody gets one or two of those a year, I think. <laughs> on the 2nd of January. <laughs> he used his up fast. What can yeah. you say? Anyway, what have you guys been watching? Well, I feel like we might have the same one. I believe we do. We went to it together. A little film called Little, little Women. Oh, was it good? It was so, <sighs> so good. So good. It was a soothing balm to this, <laughs> uh, my chapped winter skin. Yeah, that made me cry a lot. I cried. But still soothed. Were they yeah. faith- was it a faithful adaptation? It was... Um, I'm clear because I haven't read it. Oh, okay. It was quite a... It, um, hmm. It wasn't the most faithful adaptation I've seen, mm-hmm. but I really like the way she structured it. Mm-hmm. So Greta Gerwig, like, is a, an amazing writer. Like, she's an amazing. She's obviously a great director, mm-hmm. but also the way that she wove it together and the things that she highlighted, um, where it was. Because the book is not a flashback. No, no. The book is very linear, and mm-hmm. so and and the the framing that she did um, for this film was basically so little women is semi-autobiographical about louisa may alcott's own family Mm -hmm. um and so the character of joe is kind of a proxy for the writer and in little in little women joe the character writes little women Mm -hmm. um and so the the sort of context is her selling the book to a publisher and then we flash back to all these different pieces of the story yeah and some really great performances. Oh my god, the perf- the actresses and 
actors, of course, mm-hmm. but like it was star studded. Yeah. And like, uh, there's been apparently some rumors that not everyone is up to par, but like, you know, everyone did great. I think for me, because there was so much uh, about like Sersha and mm-hmm. Timothee and Laura Dern being in it that I kind of, I it escaped me that Florence Pugh was going to be mm. in it and she was like fully a secret like rise from the phoenix she was um she, she like was, was so one. good so little women is about um a family of four young sisters um during the civil war and uh their, their father is off fighting for the union side um and it's just this like very wholesome tale of these like different it's sort of supposed to be these like different models of womanhood um and just like their domestic lives and was kind of revolutionary in the way that it just talks about women's young women's domestic lives um but so it's yeah so it's Saoirse Ronan um Emma Watson um Florence Florence Pugh, Pugh and then oh no we forgot her name Ella, no it's gone and Anna I have it I don't know I, uh, I, I don't know Eliza her from anything Eliza Scanlon, Scanlon. Eliza Scanlon she yeah. also did really well yeah. um Bob like, Odenkirk made it and Bob Odenkirk and Meryl Meryl and Meryl, yep, is Aunt March. Um, Bob Odenkirk is the only one who I couldn't stop thinking that's Bob Odenkirk <laughs> watching him, but he was pretty good, actually. Um, and, like, the dialogue, mm. I feel like in a lesser actress's hands can be a little clunky, a la yeah. Emma Watson, no offense. Yeah. But, like, everyone... Really? Florence made it sound so good. Oh. And her, her, her older version and her younger version, she had such specific differences between them mm-hmm. and her voice is so solid and delicious and i just was really taken with i her. was also very taken with florence and of um, course timothee timothee oh, so cute such a little scamp just doing a little when they were dancing they're like dancing outside of the ball yeah it was i could play that scene over and over also, yeah, Sergio Ronan, it's like not a stretch for her, I would say. We've seen her in these kind of like period roles before, but I just find her to be such a delight. <laughs> like, I just am so, t- I'm very taken with her as well. We're taken. We're taken. Yeah. So we were taken by Little Women. I would like to watch it again, actually, because it's like a lot. It's, I mean, it's a pretty long book and they cram it in mm-hmm. to the story and kind of weave things together. So if only to just get a sound clip of Emma Watson yelling, Marmy! <laughs> yeah, I don't understand still why they call her Marmy. Marmy is a crazy word for mom. I think it's mom. her name. Maybe no. I think it's short, I, I, a shortened version. I think of it's her just name. like saying like mommy, but like Marmy. weird. I'm googling Marmy. And there's a part where <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's it, it came up very. There's quickly. a part yeah. where Timothy is in their house and he's like, "Oh, Mrs. Like, what's your, your name?" And she's like, "Oh, just call me Marmy. Everyone does." I'm like, "Yeah, but they're your kids." But I think it's like, her name. <laughs> I can't possibly be a name. I don't know. I feel. I'm gonna I get to. Like I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. A little bit. Um, it, it's. Everyone says it seems just to be a different spelling of mommy. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Everyone. Oh. Every, everyone around here calls me mom. Marmy. Um, also, it looked beautiful. The costumes were amazing. The sets oh, were amazing. Stun, stun, stun. The cinematography was great. Yes. Uh, you should see it. I think I'd be interested to know what you think, Jer. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to um, happen at some point. But that is all the time we have for this week. We'd like to give a shout out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. I'd like to thank my co hosts, Sean and Jer, everyone here at CJTR, and of course, our beloved listeners. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcast. My Electric is coming up next. Have a great week. Keep your sticks on the ice, everyone. See you. Bye.